paraste cuando yo te hacía pom 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 piensa Vinyl to Gutterpunk. 
MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Plugged in now, I can hear myself. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. I can't hear myself, but boy, is it fucking me up. Yeah, don't touch those buttons, you douche. We'll fly solo. <laughs> wow, great Why to see you, you uh, too, there, uh, <laughs> Chief. <laughs> try plugging into another uh, sandwich. Jesus. Try plugging into another hole. I tried that. It's it's gonna be yeah, uh, you did. Get your thumb out of there. I'm gonna get be a break time <laughs> thing. You like that stink finger, don't you? Uh, yes, yeah, sick son of. Uh, What's up, Steve? Hey, George. How oh, dude, these headphones got a mic built in. What? What? Wow. I don't remember those pimp ones. Whoa. Uh, if you oh. were here at the show, like all these groupies are, you'd be seeing these fantastic microphones we're talking about have a microphone built into. Or headphones, excuse me, with a microphone these built into. Uh, I think these are gamer headphones, so you can talk shit to the guy you're playing oh. in Germany at the same time. You know, I've they got probably had like flashy have. lights on the sides here where somebody busted them off. Yeah. Something. Something. They look big and comfy. I, I think they were actually Luke Skywalker's in uh, the forthcoming... Uh, I wonder if you could use Jedi these as an airline pilot, if they would work the same. Why not? Come out of the cockpit all wearing your green, <laughs> your bright green fucking headset with a mic popping off the thing. It's Captain George. <laughs> hey, Captain George, where are you taking us today? I'm in the middle of the game. Shut up. <laughs> I keep crashing the plane in this game. It sucks. I'm so angry right now. Distraught. Hey, how was your three-day weekend, George? My three-day weekend was kind of rough, man. It was long. Ooh. It was rough. Yeah. Yeah. What mic are you on? You on? You're on four or three. I don't know, dude. I, I don't have headphones. Hat. You're on three. 
Oh, was I not talking the whole time? No, I had them all on because I didn't know oh. where you were, so I just to cover the bases because somebody has to be the smart one here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it ain't you if you're the problem. Yeah, and you inherited that. Well, that's even more troubling. Yeah, um, yeah for me to be the smart one, there's got to be some really dumb people in the room. Wow. <laughs> well, there's just us, me and the groupies. So that might have been the smartest thing I ever said. <laughs> 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 Only smart thing you ever seen. Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, I had an interesting little two-wheel adventure uh, today. Uh, I actually did my little bicycle ride in Golden Gate Park this weekend, and then I was talked into Skaggs Point. is a place that used to be a motocross riding place back in the 70s and 80s, and they closed it off uh, at some point in the 80s. Were there a lot of people there? Uh, no, not really. Well, They're, then I'd not tell people where it is, because then it's just going to get overrun. So dummy up. It's hard to find the place. Yeah, well... so. Hard for you doesn't mean it's hard for everybody. Well, let it go. I'll share it with our FTW listeners because they might both be listening on oh, this fine okay. President's Day. Hey, it's fine President's hey, Day. Hey, it was your secret spot, so fuck off. Well, anyway, we'll call it um, Skaggs. We won't say anything about the point part. That'll throw everybody off. But bitching riding, it was like riding dirt bikes, dude. The downhills were like fucking very smooth and flowing, lots of good jumps, and nice. it was all over the place. I was my hardtail, my. Uh, uh, they got a lift? What were we calling Ed, Ed, Edwin? We're called no, uh, Irvin. That's what we'll call nephew Irvin. <laughs> You've met Irvin before, of course. Mm. My dirt bike stored in Concord. Anyway, uh, Irvin uh, took me. He had his uh, full suspension mountain bike and uh, had a Ooh. great time out there on that. that. That's a lot of fun. I rode that for like dude, one minute. Dude, when those things are set up right and they're, dude, I mean, they got a little more weight because of all that extra suspension, but they're fucking. Dude, it's 28 pounds. I'm like, what's my bike weight? He goes, yeah, probably 20 pounds. You know, they've come a long way since your bike was new. It's like, yeah, that's true. My yeah, bike's right? like old enough to drink. I think it's 24. Yeah, if all you're doing is downhill, because I remember when that's maybe, maybe that changed. Um, like when you were riding, riding with shocks on your bike up the street, it kind of had that bounce and it absorbed some of your power. So you Oh, totally. You yep. really had to chug along, man. Yes. It, it, it's just not even worth paying a... sometimes in that situation. Uphills, you're fucked. So... But uh, the downhill bikes are made for downhill, and it fucking boogie. And I guess what was an en- downhill bike when this was made 10 years ago are now Enduros, where they've got like six inches of travel, and true downhill bikes are like 10 inches of travel front and back. It's just insane how much you know, shit's advanced. But he's telling me about the, the shocks. He's like, hey, do you have an air pump? I'm like, uh, no, I don't. And he goes, oh, let me see if mine's working. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> I hope you'd fix your shit before you get there. But you have to run like 300 pounds of pressure because his suspension's all air. Oh, no shit. 300 PSI. Fucking, that's that's a lot of fun to fine-tune, huh? But that compression factor is going to really make a big difference for you. So you're not really dampening it. You're just running off the, off the bounce from the... Uh... Yeah, pretty much. Air in a chamber and whatever. Wow. It might move through into another chamber. I, I really don't know. But it's adjustable, and I, I was only on it for five minutes, you know, and I only got to enjoy, like, one downhill for a minute, so. But really good. cool shit. It was really cool you shit. You weigh the same as the guy, or you different weight weight classification? No, we're both about 180 pounds. So, so basically, this, this suspension was kind of set up for somebody your size, so. Yes. So you got optimum. Somebody at 220, you get on that thing, and it would just feel spongy. Oh, yeah. They, they got to run soft. 400 bottoming out. Can you imagine the seals they got on that thing? That oh, kind of pressure, man? Fucking crazy. What happens when you're running 300 pounds standing still, and then when you jump on it and you compress it, damn. Skawoosh. wonder if we could make fucking hash oil. <laughs> we'll squeeze it right well, out. Well, we could it. probably make hash oil down there, but it'd be kind of hard to get to. It's, wonder it's, how hot it gets. There's been there. people that have died down there that they've gotten back there and, you know, got lo- dude got lost a couple of years ago. They didn't find his body for two years. It, was, it took a while to find him. He was hiding. Good spot. 
Uh, his, he won at hide and go seek, but I guess he did. All the other kids gave up a long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah. They they went off to college, got married, and had kids, and he uh, he won. So that's an awful thing to say. Uh, so dude, set for winning. Out. Yeah, that's a drag, dude. Yeah, crazy but shit. Man, it's a beautiful you never place, know, though. though, man. You know, I mean, people and get disoriented quick. Dude, we're soft compared to our forefathers. Oh, yeah, every generation dude. is softer. People walk around. We don't have insulation in my house. Yeah, really? <laughs> That's just awful. Do you, you have windows? You, you still sissy? got two walls. <laughs> Dude, you I know? moved to a house in Colorado, and I got, took out single-pane windows, put in double-pane windows, and the carpenter helping me goes, do you have any plans for the windows? I'm like, no, dude, I don't you get, you know, somebody wants them and beats hauling the dump. And he goes, yeah, actually a neighbor takes them out to San Luis Valley, I think. He's, there's people living without windows out there. They just put blankets over the windows. It's like, oh, fuck. I, I didn't think in modern day and age, what are they living in fucking straw huts? Holy shit. Dude, you know? my buddy grew up in Aptos right down by Santa Insane. Cruz, south of Santa Cruz. Oh, yeah. And I went down to the house that his mom grew up in, and his grandfather was an operator back in the day. T- old Italian guy. Uh-huh. I guess the part of the test was you had to you had to walk railroad tracks without touching them with a with a bulldozer or with a backhoe. Really? So you yeah. had to straddle and with the and rails with, and not with tires with fucking the fucking uh, tracks. Oh, really? Said so like pick themselves up and straddle a thing and drop themselves down and swing this around. It was it was quite a maneuver. Oh, uh, you know I've I've worked with backhoes. I don't drive them, but I've worked with you know telling a guy where to dig. And uh, a good backhoe operator is worth their their weight, you know. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. Because to pick themselves a, up a over a ditch operator? like that. Oh hell yeah! I've worked with some really good ones. Really? Hell yeah! Huh? Yeah. Wonder what that's like. They'll still like swing a bucket right behind your head and fuck with you ah, once in a while, but that was so funny. I could have killed you. I've always worked with good operators. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just talking shit because I was hoping maybe the last operator I worked with was listening. Rich, hey, if he wants to call in, Richard. That, that number, Richard, is 415-550-0511. Ask for George or uh, Steve or Jorge or Esteban. Yeah, I didn't realize he was completely off the job until he was already gone for like a day. It was like, because he wasn't there every day, you know? So ah. There were certain days we can't dig. This is last month, man. Oh, no shit. And all of a sudden, his, his, his backhoe was gone, and I was like, what's up? And they're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's done. We got another, we got another company that's... They're, they, they're here on site for another company, and they're whipping through, and they got 12 people, and we got one guy. Oh, really? So it was just it was just dollars and cents. It was a budget thing. It was easier. Yep. Nice guy. Away went uh, Rich, was his name? Richard. Richard. Yes. Richard, the backhoe operator. Old biker. Oh, really? Right on. Yeah. Good guy, man. So, yes, yeah, so that was part of it. But the house down in Aptos, I don't even think the walls were won by Oh, really? I mean, I was sitting inside the house, and you could see through the fucking walls, right? You know? <laughs> I was like, damn, you know? It's like, <laughs> and the framing was like two by threes, you know? So it was all like just, it was, and it, from outside, didn't have any paint on it. It had that old weathered wood look like an abandoned house. Yeah. Yeah, like. All like, the creepier to invite friends over and like have Halloween parties. Don't wear corduroys around here because you might set a fire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, dude. Damn, my cords so, are at the cleaners. <sighs> So you can just imagine growing up down down the Santa Cruz Mountains in winter. And you get snow down there sometimes, man. Dude, there was snow uh, up and on you Skyline. you wake up in that shit and, and the outhouse is fucking 30 feet away from the house. And oh, you get a you're holding it, out dude. There, man. You're holding it or dumping it in a bucket. Fuck you know? it. I was at Woodside this morning. Yeah, you wear the same underwear. Wear the same underwear for six months because fucking. You get to change your underwear. You change you underwear turn, with him. You, you turn him inside out after three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, special and actually, with George. actually, I was watching something on TV like 
um, the designer, like designer jeans and that kind of thing, you're not supposed to wash them. Like all the designers themselves, they just put them in the freezer. Really? Put them in the freezer overnight, and when they pull them out, it's going to kill anything that's on there. And a little baking soda will soak up any kind of odor. Really? The other thing is vodka. If you spray vodka in like uh, I've heard that as well. Underarm uh, sweat stains, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to make wash. Away. Yeah, that's why you always have that vodka spritzer with you. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Some people like wine spritzers. <laughs> no, no, I, I like vodka spritzers. You're a little like, on the orange I'm eating, you know. You're like Eloise. <laughs> Who the fuck is Eloise? You stuck me there. It was uh, the there was a syndicated uh, column in the oh, newspaper. Oh, helpful hints from Eloise. Yes. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. 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 Now you remember. <laughs> she was like the bargain version of uh, what was the yes. other one? Yeah. Uh, Ann was Ann it? Landers was it? Yeah, I think so. Flanders. Yeah, whatever it was. Damn. Look at you going back. Wow. Reminiscing. Remember the Herb Cain articles? Yeah. Uh, Herb. So my weekend, I actually got, uh, I, I had that Ranchero that I picked up that I bought a couple weeks ago. The Rancheroo. The Rancheroo, and it didn't have registration. I didn't have anywhere to put it. Uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't let it get crushed, and it was a cheap enough deal, so I took it. Yep. And then I had it at my buddy's place, and I was trying to find somebody that might want to buy it. I was trying to find a place to work on. I was trying to find anything. I seem to have more than enough parts. I've got two engines and three transmissions currently, and I'm getting another engine and transmission. Three transmissions? Yeah, there's two in the bed of the truck and one in the truck. Oh, I didn't realize there's two. I remember seeing the engine and the tranny. I didn't the engine and the tranny are hooked up, and there's another transmission right next to it just sitting by itself, another automatic. And the thing came with a, with a three-speed uh, really? manual. They're just dying to not Three transmissions are all automatics. Like, what the hell, man? That's fucked up. And I'm looking at that engine. I'm thinking it might be bigger than a 289. For some reason, I feel like a 289 is smaller. Hmm. But they're all the same block, right? That's a 5 liter in that, I thought. 302? I thought it was a Mustang motor. Two, Mustangs had 289s. What are you talking about? The first ones did, but everything after 68 65. had 302s. And yeah. I was thinking it was a 5 liter out of a... Well, basically, the Ranchero is exactly... It's, it's, the, it's the exact same everything as a Mustang. It's got the bottom plate, the, so the foot... The foot area and all that stuff, it's all the exact same as a Mustang. The only difference is it's got a bed instead of a... It's lighter, actually, in the ass end. Wow. It's more apt to That whip. sounds squirrely. It's more apt to spin it. Spin <laughs> out. Yeah. That's why most of them didn't come with V8s. They had to... It was a special order. It was probably a wise idea. Yeah. So if you special ordered it, they set it up. They put the right suspension on it and all that. But when they came with a 6 and you stuff an 8 in it, it's too much for the... Uh, it's too much weight for them. So it... Uh, you got to change out the springs. You got to—I don't know if the A-arms are the same, but you would think you might as well build up the A-arms too if you're going to put that kind of weight on the thing. Seems like. And then you want to get some disc brakes because you're not going to be able to stop. Because just get a Mustang two front end on it. You're adding a bunch of weight on that thing, man. So anyway, what'd you do with this thing? So Cause I, I remember hauling it from Oakley to, to SF, and now yes. So it was in the yard down there. I, I thought I had out. somebody for it, and they said they couldn't do it. It was too much of a project for them as well. And I, you know, it's. It's more of a, I don't know, it's more of a personal thing, you know, because it's like, I, I hate to see an old, it's a 65, man, you just don't see him anymore, you know, and for that sure, to go to the yeah. crusher, dude, it's like, come on, man, uh, that's you know, not acceptable. I know somebody had had one of these and it got wrecked, I just thought of it, this guy, uh, Matt, and uh, he'd be perfect for this car, he had one and it got wrecked on the freeway. $4,000. <laughs> I was gonna say eight, but if you want to go cheap, it's got two extra goes. transmissions and an extra engine. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus, big manual guy too, dude. There's like fucking eight grand in parts, bro. 
I believe you. <laughs> it's sheer madness is what it is. So, so the perfect bike hauler is just going to get sold off to so I, I the gotta, lowest bidder. It's not the perfect bike hauler oh. by any means. It's got a low fucking low deck for sure, but it's uh, it's not long enough. It's not. Well, you can't put them in straight, so you can only get one bike in there. It's not made to handle that kind of weight, really. Oh, that's true. Uh, I guess even if you bolstered up the suspension, it wouldn't be strong enough. And those right? things aren't made for long rides either. If you try to drive that thing to Tahoe, you, yeah, you probably <laughs> they run hot to begin with, you know. So oh, tend, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. Really? Somebody in the family had a, a Falcon. Uh, it was a cool car. Yeah, I had that Ranchero that I spun out on 280. Oh yeah, I heard that. But story. that was a factory 289 with a four-speed man, the fucking. It was a special order. It was built in Fremont. I had all the paperwork, man. It was cool. Wow. Yeah. A Fremont built. And it had the deluxe. It had the deluxe trim, which is very Custom different. Order. Really? So it only had one line of trim, and it went down the middle instead of how they split it at the front, and it becomes two separate pieces of trim. Yeah. So there's a line down the middle of those two, and there was just one piece of trim, fat, about an inch wide. It went all the way down. And it cut right through the gas gas cap, so the gas cap had a little piece of trim on it, and it locked in perfect like that, right? Really. So I didn't have the gas cap or the trim for it. I found them at the uh, <laughs> at, uh, Pleasanton out in the parking lot when they do the... Uh, the good guys. Yeah, the good guys. But out in the parking lot turns into a... Everybody lays out a blanket and puts all their parts out. And yeah, stuff the swap meet. Swap meet. There you go. So they, I can't remember words tonight. It's going to be a fun night for you. So at swap meet, I found, I found a guy that had the gas cap and the piece of trim. And he wanted 200 bucks for the gas cap. And he wanted 100 bucks <laughs> for the piece of trim. And this is back in 93, 94. Wow, what a dick. And I was like, yeah, I think I'll just keep that locking cap I got on there. It looks good. <laughs> 200 pills. Jeez. 300 with the trim. Three, oh, oh the trim a, was separate. Yeah. Oh, what a, So I had, I had all the trim except for that gas cap with that trim. And it's like it would have turned it out. And I had American racing rims on it. Bitching. Dude, nine inch rear end. That thing fucking. That thing flew, man. T10. Oh shit! I bet oh, it did. Dude, it was too much Sweet. fun. The the American five spokes. Yeah, and I used to put Cobra tires on it because they were a little harder. The thing would just crack loose everywhere. Dude. It was fucking <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I was that asshole. That guy. Yeah. So when I first got it, it came with an automatic, but it had the hole in the floorboard for the fucking for the, uh, well, you do for the, the shifter <laughs> so i am so i so i put a i put a little put a little arm on the on the shifter knob on the on the side of the transmission and i'd reach to the floorboard and grab that thing like pop it pop it into gear right and then i <laughs> you know one's reverse three is fucking drive you had to reach through the floorboard to shift your car oh yeah wow that's hardcore I poured out beer street there a couple of times, and the cops were on my ass. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say Gator McCluskey. It was handy, and then I had, and then the, the little the little cover that for the shifter with the hole in the top. I had that like separate, you know. It's like it's a screw on thing from the factory, and so so I had that separate. And I just slide that back over, you know. There's my license and registration, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Everybody sounds intelligent in front of a cop. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. It's not intelligent. Respectful. Yeah, I don't even know if it's respectful. Afraid. Just yeah, they got too much power, man. It even is. It's a power trip. They could easily ruin you. They could. They could take you for no reason and say seventy-two hours of fucking monitoring at the fucking hospital for fucking psych evaluation. Fifty-one fifty. Yeah. Hey, this happened to you much, George? Uh, something you want to talk about? 
Not yet. <laughs> well, we'll be covering a lot more of uh, George's uh, symptoms uh, later in the show. Uh, what I was going to bring up, though, was I think Gator McCluskey in one of the uh, famous White Lightning movies had a LTD that had a shifter on the, the column, and then they bolted a four-speed shifter onto the car because it was supposed to be a big hot rod. So sometimes he shifted with the floor, and sometimes he put it in gear. And dude. It, they totally... <laughs> dude, that's like this ranchero, man. So I grabbed the dipstick. I grabbed the dipstick to check the oil, and somebody was underneath the thing looking through the bumper. And they're like, hey, did you just pull the dipstick out? And I said, yeah. And they said, uh, yeah, it's not going into the oil pan. It's just fucking hanging out there, dude. It, it just, it just <laughs> here I can touch. Like, Psych. I stuck it in. They pushed it back up to me from down there. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what so the fuck? So they make like starter noises when you went to turn the key. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did you buy this car on Mission Street or Valencia back then? Dude, it's, it's actually not. The, tr the engine isn't even bolted in because they had the exhaust manifold on there when they were sticking it in, and it got hung up on the steering box. Oh, no. So it's not all the way in because the exhaust manifold is standing on the steering box holding the engine up. Oh, fuck. You need to get that thing out of there. Or somebody needs to get that thing out yeah. of there. Yeah. Talk to me at break about this dude that needs it, though. Um, so we don't no. get out... Uh, I'm okay. keeping it now. <laughs> I'm gonna put a 460 in it. It's gonna be bad. Teach him. I'm gonna make it a rear a rear engine. I'm gonna fucking put a 460 in the bed. Wow. Yeah, and then I'm gonna pull wheelies down Half Moon Bay Race Strip, man. It's gonna be ridiculous. The show is how it's done. It's gonna be ridiculous. Ridiculous. You heard it here first on the FTW radio show. That's not gonna happen. Okay, it might not happen. I got. I'm gonna have a wheelie. In bars. case it does, though, you might hear it first. Did you ever? Did you ever see any pictures from the Half Moon Bay Race Raceway? I only strip? heard of it. So the speed it's like strip, champion race. So there's a, there was a there was a uh, it was like a Ford, one of those Econoline pickup vans. Okay. You know what I mean? Where you're sitting over the fucking yeah, over the, the first, steering wheels. The first vans that were totally your and, feet were in front of the wheels. And the dude did that with it, right? <laughs> I think Dodge made the same style, you know, same yep. body style. I think Chevy had something. And he had wheelie bars and he had big fucking wrinkle slicks on this thing and he would get that fucking front end off the ground and fucking ride that thing down the track. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like the Dodge Little Red Wagon or whatever. It's insane. They had a cab over pickup truck like that. By the way, I re oh, by the way, fucking, I had to call around a bunch of tow companies. One company wanted to charge me two hundred fifty bucks, bastards, to tow it eleven miles. Wow. Yeah, and I was, I called them up. And I was like, I just want to price this, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And then, and then they got like on Google Maps or something and found the found the so somehow it was eleven miles from here, from down there in Bayview out to the Sunset at Twentieth Avenue. Really. Yeah, somehow. I'm like, 11 miles? I was like, the city's only 7 by 7. Yeah. And it's, it's not as the bird, as the crow flies. It's as the route takes you. Uh, well, I guess they got you there. Well, he's got to go by the Embarcadero and say what's up to his buddies at the parking garage. And Apparently, because I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> Bayview to 16th nah, I don't, Street. I don't know, know what it was. So I got a good number from uh, a company called um, Nelson's Towing Service. I'm just throwing a shout-out because the young lady on the phone was so freaking cool. Hi. And they're like... They're on Q, and the truck and the truck was on Y, right? So alphabetically, that's how far, how many blocks it was away. Yeah. From their shop, and she actually, she took my number down, and she called me back like an hour later, and I did, I didn't recognize the number, and I was washing my hands or something, so I didn't make an effort to jump on it, and then she called me back. She sent me a text with a picture of a green ranchero. Like a 72, right? Like a Gran Torino fucking bad yeah. boy. Like fucking Starsky and Hutch, but with a bet on it. Uh-huh. Bad as fuck. An Earl car. 
and she, and she said, I forget what the text was about. I was like, is, you know, is this, is the green one or the, or the tan one? And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? So I called her and I was like, I sent her, I sent her a text with pictures of the, of my truck. And it, I didn't see the tan one to begin with the green one. I had no idea where that came from, but she, uh, she actually drove by cause I told her where it was. She, <laughs> the, the hour before she drove out there to check out where the thing was. And I guess there was a ranchero parked around the corner. <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy, like, right? But yeah, she put all that effort into it, you know. And it was like, should have been an arch. She was like, "Well, I got a guy coming in with the flatbed, and it was only like it was less than a hundred bucks for them, you know. So it's like a big price jump." Fuck yeah! So I was like, "Yeah, I just want to throw some throw some business at you at this point, you know, because I'm I'm figuring I don't want to tow this thing with chains because it's just dangerous, you know." Oh yeah, you want that thing yeah. secure? No, like I don't want to get classic. I don't want to put anybody at risk, man. Yes, and you know, no freeways, back streets the whole way. So with all the hills, you got to think about that and stopping and all. So I, uh, I had a, a buddy's got a tow bar, like they have off the back of an RV with a little jeep hanging back there and follows them around everywhere. Yep. So I took that and I put it on the front end of the ranchero and I towed that shit. <laughs> Hardcore. Some, I put some lights on it. I got an adapter with some lights. Seventy four style it. bitches. Yeah, and like the second I got out the fr- out the driveway, it like bounced and the whole thing broke loose because all it is is like oh. little straps that grab the bumper and it's got a bumper on the front, so it just basically sucks itself up to it. Yeah, and it's, you're like it's spinning just nuts on, on it. there. Yeah, yeah you spin nuts to tighten it up with a chain that goes through. A <laughs> I, w- I worked at a rental place that had one of those. They, they never rented it out. It was dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I fucking. So I fucking uh, so I get that thing out of there and I get across San Bruno Avenue and I'm I'm up in the neighborhood up there by the reservoir and I hang that right turn at the reservoir and it comes out of the turn Uh-oh. and just starts doing this right the whole so car it starts rocking yeah and it's pulling it's like making my ass bounce a little bit fuck right yeah at this man. point I'm like what the fuck man the engine going back and forth no so I think I might have blown a shock so it started getting some spring on one side <laughs> what in the fuck is this Jesus. i forgot to stop my phone man wow i'm just having know. a hap hap happy uh towing experience yeah i set week. that in there for christmas i forgot to change it. <laughs> <laughs> you're one jolly motherfucker so i think it blew the shock on the on the front left side and then the, so the spring you know it didn't have any any resistance other than the spring bounce and once that started oh, going so the shock it got yeah. the resonance going you know the more speed i got it just started fucking i could see the steering wheel fucking bouncing all over <laughs> so i pulled over and uh i checked the wheel and the wheel the, the front left wheel thinking you know maybe it's loose maybe maybe the fucking tires off you know the rims loose yeah, i don't know something the bearings the ball jo- yeah nothing everything seemed tight i couldn't jack it up because i had that bumper thing on there and it was like 6 30 and i gotta be here at eight <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm not even a halfway home yet You know It's like fuck Ooh, Really Crawling along Yeah So I fucking uh, Is that when you called me Or after that So I put No after that So I took <laughs> bungee cords And I bungeed the steering wheel To the fucking front seat Like below it You know I went to the Holy shit MacGyver This gets better by the yeah. second And then it just It smoothed it out dude And I fucking came down Silver Avenue I went up Alamany I just said fuck it Hell yeah, I would too. Alamein would be the way to go. You know, the, the sun had already Flat. gone down. It fucking, I had, I didn't have running lights on it, but I had turn signals and brake lights. And my buddy was, was fucking tailgating me the whole way home. Oh, there you go. Wow. But yeah, it was an, it was an excursion. It was an adventure. It sounds like an adventure. So I we got both the thing, adventurous I got Mondays. the thing off the back of my truck into his, uh, into the spot where it's, where I'm going to be working on it. And I got home at 704. 
Ooh, did you have your music list done already? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, I took care of that. So that's, uh, that was my day. So then I ran over here. I fed my dog real quick, <laughs> threw everything in a bag. And you made a music list. Music list I made yesterday. Oh. I was feeling good. Far out. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs>
belts and patty melts and Monte Carlos and Eldorado. So I'm waking up out of my slumber, feeling like Rollo. So follow, it's showtime at Apollo, minus the Kiki Shepherds. With about a hoe and a leopard print. Teddy, Pendergrass, cooler than Freddie Jackson, sipping a milkshake in a snowstorm. That I throw warm in the dorm room at the AU. We blew hate to athletes, my cake you, but you must have me mistaken with them statements that you make, huh? So clean, 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 Booyah. clean, hella clean, clean, hella clean, clean. Get you clean, clean in the bing, bing, bang, bang. I'm telling you. That was uh, Outcast. So fresh, so clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we had Enema, 46 and 2 before that. Fucking A, man. I heard they put on a good show. Is that true? Um, well, I got to say the best show I ever went to was a Tool show. But I got to also say the worst show I ever went to was a Tool show. <laughs> Not the same show, though. No. No, the first show was down in San Jose, fucking open open floor. 
and everybody was on the floor, man. There was nobody in the seats. And when I, the second one I went to was like 10 years later. And it was still a great show. I just I couldn't get on the floor because I didn't have general admission tickets. So they wouldn't let you just jump down there and jump in the pit. They had fucking security everywhere. And I fucking, I got, I got stopped. They have security every five feet around the rim of it, man. I got caught like 10 times by these motherfuckers. These guys were on it, dude. I was like, <laughs> but you know, I'm a big guy. So I tried sneaking up all low. And then you, and then you just, they, then they know you're up to something. But if you come cruising up, you're the one they're looking at because you're fucking head and shoulders above everybody else. Like, motherfucker, man. Here he is, the center for the USF oh, but I, Dons. But I created enough, hav- enough havoc that people dropped in while, while I was sticking enough their, their attention, you know? So it's like, it worked out for them, you know? Well, and I'm glad, I could, you. I'm glad I could help out. George helped good. George good. <laughs> I could have picked them up and thrown them over the guys if I wanted to. These little fuckers, man. <laughs> could have been leprechaun tossing. No, yeah. what are they? Mid- Who wants to get in the pit? Mid- Come here. <laughs> George throwdown. Yeah. Be like fucking, yeah. Wow, speaking of throwdowns. You want, uh, what? This sounds. This microphone sounds fucking weird. They uh, all sound weird. None of them have the fucking fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy. Oh, that's what. It is. So it's more crisp. It's crisp. It's catching our breathing, or it's not catching anything at all. You know. That's better. I like that better. Uh, speaking of oh, you sound, fetching, you sound uh, like a whole other guy now. You don't sound all squeaky and bitchy. You sound like a fucking man. Listen. Squeaky. <laughs> Follow the real road. Squeaky. I'm gonna call you Squitchy. Squeaky. Squeaky thumb. Squeaky thumb. Take it easy, Squitchy. <laughs> Squitchy. <laughs> Somebody was named Squishy. I, sure I didn't say Squishy. I said Squitchy. Squitchy. Bitchy. <laughs> wow, this is strangely evolving. Uh, speaking of evolution, Bonham's auction recently auctioned off a 1951. Bonham's Bonham's auction house. Yes. They just had this in Las Vegas in January. Uh, I guess how much they got for a 1951 Vincent Black Shadow. Most money ever for an auction on a bike. What's Vincent Black Shadow? Vincent is a motorcycle company in England that made uh, true 100-mile-an-hour bikes back in the day. They weren't as fancy as a Bruff Superior, which had nickels huh. and shit, but they were fast. And the Black Shadow was like their fastest model. It was fucking But ba- If you ask Paul about this, oh, I'd love to have a bloody well one of those. So they're yeah, fucking he'd cool. A, he'd get a chubby real quick, wouldn't he? Dude, all right. So check this out. Uh, the, this year in Vegas, the rare original condition, British-made Australian speed record set. Vincent set uh, a new record for most valuable, uh, most highest value motorcycle ever sold at auction. Nine hundred and nine, excuse me, nine hundred and twenty-nine thousand dollars. Wow! Almost, what's that? Seventy thousand short of who bought million. it? You know the guy's name? Uh, yeah, Fritz Monahan. He lives right around the corner. Maybe we can get him on the show. Dude, I got a radian rusted out in my front yard. <laughs> I'll take fifty G's for it. You know, it's a fixer upper. It sounds like a virtual bargain at that price compared to this Vincent Black Shadow. Although yeah. this one set records and shit in Australia. So. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's worth nine hundred twenty-nine thousand dollars. To him, it was. Yeah, to him, it was. That's why I want to sell my Radian. <laughs> he has no idea. He has no concept of of the value of a bike. So <laughs> it's, it's the one I really want to I'd get off. I'd say he's hand. got pretty good taste. He's got one of the most rare bikes in the world yeah. that was mass produced. A mass produced bikes. Yeah, uh, it, it's one of the most rare ones, and have a, a record setting one from uh, uh, what British made Australian speed record setting. That's a pretty interesting bike. Huh. Yeah, you can't really ride it though, can you? No, no, it's definitely a museum piece, I would guess. Well, you know, I'd be that guy who would ride what's, around my property. Though. What's the I'd benefit of that, track. man? I'd have Didn't you, like, take track. a picture of it and be satisfied with that? 
I would be afraid of breaking the fucking thing. Is what I, and then it'd be like, oh, I'm the guy who broke the last one. Yeah, I killed the last unicorn. Imagine if you were hanging at the FTW uh, clubhouse Saturday night, uh, as we off- so often do, and hanging out and looking at my new Vincent Black Shadow that's worth a million bucks. <laughs> right? Right? Who wants to sit on it next? Yeah, right. Yeah, right <laughs> Get off dude. the handlebars, George. Knock it off. Dude, that thing that thing is too classy. It, it wouldn't let you bring it, so, bring it down there. It would, like, stop... Dead in its tracks. The radio the doesn't want to be seen in the FTW clubhouse. The second, the second you start heading east from your house, it's going to stop. <laughs> it's going to be like an invisible wall that it won't go past. It's like a horse stopping dead in its tracks. You're just going to fucking pew. <laughs> the donkey done stop. Yeah. It said no. No and You're, you're going to get up and brush yourself off, and the bike isn't going to fall over. It's going to be standing there waiting for your dumb ass. Turned around the other direction. Giving you that stupid look. We're going west. Man. Yeah, it's gonna spin around real quick and show you its ass. Take me to Benders. <laughs> Take me to Benders, and then Bitch. let's go out to North Beach and have fun. Get on Squitchy. See your Squitchy. See you again. Oh man. Uh, you know, I don't have a whole lot of other news. It's mostly racing news this week. Uh, we had Supercross from Texas, the Lone Star State. Uh, As it were. Whereabouts in Texas is that? Uh, Arlington at AT and T Park. It was. I think that's where the. Uh, where in Texas is, Arl- co- is Arlington? Play. I believe that is like Central Texas. I'm not sure to tell you the truth. Hmm. I know not where. So you didn't do your homework. I did. It's Arlington, Texas. Wait, what do you want? What am I supposed to find out the county it's in too? The zip code. Yeah. You want to write letters? How many people does that stadium hold? Uh, close to four million. And how'd they do on ticket sales? Uh, they sold like 3.9 million. It was it was close. Almost mm. a sellout. It was so, so close. <laughs> Tricky business down there in Texas. It's a tough one if you, you don't know, get I'm that I'm going to say that's probably what it holds football games right there. So probably 70,000 people. That, that last 100,000 is probably their profit margin. They probably didn't make any money on that thing. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> they just had 30,000 <laughs> at the Oakland Coliseum, and I think they made money on that. Hmm. Because there's ticket sales and then there's shirts. It's got to be a way FTW can monetize this shit. <laughs> we'll just make fucking. You know, uh, we should start touring bootleg. with them. Like, we, should, we should wear fucking tie dye shirts and tour with them like we think they're the dead now. And we'll sell, <laughs> we'll sell grilled cheese sandwiches in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> uh, one blotter or two. Doses. Doses. We were going to bootleg shirts and stuff, but we just side sell acid and grilled cheese. Which one do you want, bro? Dude. You get a loaf <laughs> of bread. Bud Light. And you Bud get a Light. loaf of bread uh, and a pack of fucking American cheese for like three bucks. <laughs> All you need is a hot plate that plugs into the side of your fucking Volkswagen van. You're good to go. Uh, you want the 21 windows so people can see when you're fucking hanging out and rocking out, man. Three got broken, so it's only 18 right now. I'm so tripping hard. Dude. Which three? Which three? <laughs> Not matter? the two front ones. <laughs> My friend Eric had one of those multi-window vans. I have no idea what it was. but um, They make good greenhouses. That's about it, man. What a dangerous vehicle. Fucking no frontal protection of the accident. If I... Dangerous ride. Hey. I think you're safer in a motorcycle. People were tougher back then. <laughs> yes, they were. They were, <laughs> man. Even hippies were throwing punches, dude. And then you weren't getting sued. You know, it was like it was just a normal thing. Just sock that guy in the fucking mouth. He's an asshole. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> That's true. I did see uh, Forrest Gump, and uh, the hippie there was a real asshole. He got his. Oh, he got his. 
I'm sorry, Green. I started a fight at your, <laughs> your Black Panther party. <laughs> the best line. Of that. Well, there's many good lines in that movie. There's that's a one shit of ton the of good lines there's in there. There's one of the best at your Black Panther party. <laughs> and what do you know? What came out this weekend? Black Panther. Black Panther. Apparently did exceptionally well, like 260 million or something like that. I don't know. Is that good? Uh, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot more money than I made this weekend. Did it? Did it pay for the movie? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> How much did that movie cost? Depends them? if Wild Bill was on it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Could you see the strings holding up the special effects, or were they real special effects? <laughs> I think they were the real deal. So they dumped some big money into that shit, man. It's like it's probably all CGI. Yeah, well, that's cost money, man. It does. It's probably cheaper than being on set, but eh, who knows? Still, dude, you got to create all that shit on a computer. You gotta have a fucking a whole room full of eggheads fucking typing away for fucking hours. Yeah, but if you get one or two Days. of them to do it on the weekend, and I don't know, I, I see that mm. business is very undercutting of each other. Yeah, put in a shower and some fucking cots. <sighs> you fill, stay here. Fill the fridge with snacks. George says, "Stay here, make movie now." <laughs> you work. He'd be a great motivator, George. Shut up. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, see what I say? I speak the truth. Squitchy's acting up. It's going to make George angry. <laughs> you can only hope. You wouldn't like me very much when I'm angry. <laughs> There's only one way to find out, isn't there? Hey. <laughs> nice headphones, man. Are you playing video games? Yeah, I got a mic on it and everything. Here, where is it? I don't even know the names of any video games to like, specify something to talk shit about. Wasn't it Freeway? Battleground Ata Mars or some shit. Atari. Atari. <laughs> Did you have an Atari when you play, grew up? Oh, 2600? Hell yeah. Fuck dude, yeah. I had Pong, man. Dude. We got I Pong when I was a kid. That was fucking super excitement, dude. To put a fucking game on the TV? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Pong was a huge deal. My friend dude, had it. We still had the knob on the TV. You had to put on Channel 3 and fucking all of a sudden, oh, channel, yeah. all of a sudden channel 3 was a game. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. The devil is Dude. working in this house. And there was a switch that you hooked up to the antenna, and you had to click the switch over yep. to get the game to fucking go in there. So, yep, yep. so it's feeding it to well. the antenna feed. I remember it well. It's hysterical, dude. Uh, Atari had some really good games. Adventure was Pong a really good one. Pong had 16 different levels, or 16 different fucking choices. Oh, that's right. They did have a shitload of It had a selector there, switch, huh? and you had to go through each one one at a time until you got the one you wanted to play. <laughs> I remember that. And then the 2600, that one came with, because it came with all the game controllers, right? So it came with the joysticks, and it came with the knob ones. So it came, with, came with the one game that had, like, the racetrack. What was that, Sprint or something like that? That's right. had a little racetrack. It was a black car and a white car, and then two gray cars were run by the computer, and you were, like, racing them, and you fucking get sideways right. around the turns and shit. Do you remember when they had an ice version of it? Yeah. That that was, that was was all on, it was all on the same disc. It I was all on the, the same cartridge, one. man. So it had that, and it had tanks, too. Oh, yeah. So there were 16 games on that. And it was like, that came with the machine. You're like, are you fuck? Whoa! <laughs> this is crazier than Pong! What else are they going to put on Channel 3? Man. Slide the magic button and see. I'll yeah. keep you busy till you discover your penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough of this. Uh, yeah, then Activision you gotta split, you gotta split your time. Well, One joystick or the other. Well, you, you, you can't wear out the wear out the joystick if you're Dude, not careful. Isn't that the um, worst when you wear out the joystick? Because then they came out with Defender and, and Pitfall. And you had to go back to Atari. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Defender and Pitfall. No, then you just Pitfall, had to play the game. Yeah, Activision. Those had to play the they game were right down the peninsula. They were, they were, they were, I didn't have Activision. We had Pitfall on the Atari. Well, yeah, that's Activision made games for Atari. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, there was, television there was, was the chicken fucking game. Freeway, that's what it was. That you had the chicken running across 101 or something like that. Huh? Oh, Wasn't yeah. Frogger? 
There was Frogger, but there was f- Freeway, was where you had the chicken getting across sure. the road, li- literally. And they play s- that one. I just remember the, the busiest graphic. one was 101 in San Francisco. So it was like, hey, y'all beat L.A. and New York? Fuck. I've been in traffic in both. They all suck. <laughs> all three, they all suck. Yeah, you don't want to be out on the freeway. No. At least, at least back then in the game, traffic was moving, right? You were like just walking between parked cars, basically. <laughs> it was pretty heavy then, too. <laughs> it wasn't quite as batshit insane Dude, as Dude, they came out with a now. video game like that now, it'd be like, bullshit. <laughs> it'd be Lyft driver. That's a lie. That's uh, we should Cars don't move that fast on the freeway video, in San Francisco. We make a video game, kill the Lyft driver. <laughs> <laughs> no, we shouldn't. <laughs> and I don't want to take any responsibility for <laughs> Steve's actions or words. Uh, you're just falling apart, little man. No, I just watched the thing flip up and down and like wave. Oh, uh, it was probably much foot got hooked on something here, man. Oh, uh, hi Yeah, the place is held together with duct tape. Don't get too close. It's, it's a little tricky. Ooh, I see why they don't have these microphone covers on. They stink like fucking hell. Jesus. Uh, you know hey, what it is? put it in the freezer with you some baking know, soda. <laughs> yeah, the freezer at the FTW. St- I can only imagine. I got ice. Freezer in this studio. I got ice. Uh, it's probably all the hippies on the hippie show. They've probably been washing it in the turlet. I was doing some work here a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's minty fresh <laughs> that's, that way. That's the that's the mic cover slash uh, toilet cleaner, <laughs> toilet brush. There you go. Lovely. Have, have diamond date piss on it. <laughs> so I'm down here working at this place, and uh, I go, hey, what time do I have to work here until today? Because I was off for a couple days during a week, a couple weeks ago. And Pam Tastic goes, oh, you want to get out of here by 2.30 for sure. That's when the hippies come in. And... Uh, uh, they're a fun bunch, don't get me wrong, but I can see why she said, yeah, you might want to get out of here because the ukulele was playing and just everything but conducive work conditions were going on. It was kind of interesting. Huh. But, uh, yeah, there's a very So you get distracted real easily is what you're telling me. Culture. I'm usually pretty good about staying at work. Uh, you know, anyway. if this was an interview, you, would, you wouldn't get the job. You could just go <laughs> home, though. I'd be okay with that. I would actually just stop the interview right here and just be like, yeah, we're done. I wouldn't want to work for you, so this would work out perfectly. <laughs> we can get drinks and smoke weed afterwards. You know, I hit you too, George. Let's you know get drunk. What? Okay. <laughs> I got friends in this business. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Gene Wilder's car once, and uh, I listened to KNBR all the time. I got friends in this business. Mister, watch it. I'll have you know. <laughs> this could get ugly for you. Be, be careful. Tread lightly. Wow. <laughs> it's more special by the minute. Oh, man. Do you have so any yeah, s- it was a decent weekend. What's up? Uh, do you have any sing-alongs for us? Or, uh? Do I have a sing-along for you? I got a sing-along for you. I was going to make it your fucking theme music. You want to hear it? <laughs> one, two, three, four. Well, there were a couple of them, but I think this one's the good one. Huh. Five, six, go. seven, eight. Yeah. Wow. This if I didn't know better, I'd say this is John Denver, you little bitch. <laughs> Squitchy likes John Denver, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a friend. <laughs> I remember that song. <laughs> I got a name. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Yeah. It is very John Denver-ish. It should be on like a greatest hits with John Denver and maybe Gordon Lightfoot. And uh, you know, I heard that song and I was like, man, that sounds like Colorado. Ooh, squitchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's squitchy. That's squitchy's new theme song. He's Why what? not? <laughs> He's got a that'll game. that'll get the fans jumping out of their seats. He's got hella game. Rolling down the highway. Ugh. Ugh. See what you started. I don't. I don't see what I started. I have no idea. I'm done with you.
Uh, violent Femmes, man. man. Yeah, it was. Hell yeah, it was. Thought it wasn't? Uh, shit. <laughs> you don't know shit. Oh, wow. Shit. There has been a... Uh, There's been an addition to the studio. A water device put in front of me. Yeah, I'm working on it. We're almost there, man. 
So I should probably proceed. I would say so. Well, if it's the second hour of the show, you know what time it is. What time is it, Steve? Tell us. It's wait, wait, let me get your theme music. Let me get your theme music. Steve's Pit Stop Race Report Turbo Edition. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh, 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 all right, Three, four, go. Seven, eight. There we go. Go for it, man. <laughs> go, Steve, go. I've got a race report for you. <laughs> I didn't tell you to sing it. You and your karaoke. You're going to enjoy it. Fucking weird. But not very much. You know you're not driving in your car by yourself right now. You realize that, right? <laughs> People are looking at me in traffic. The guy that just got run over ain't too happy. This is what I do. <laughs> but not very well. I've got a dream. And now for the race report with Steve. Thank you. <laughs> Booyah. Supercross. Get it in ya. <laughs> All over, <laughs> everywhere, live it up. Supergrass, but it's two-wheeled show to the Lone Star State this weekend. The lucky fans packed into AT&T, St- AT&T Stadium. I was doing so well, too. AT&T Stadium in Arlington, really. Texas were not disappointed. 450 class points leader Jason Anderson qualified second. Uh, was doing pretty well, but uh, it started well until he dropped his bike in the main event. What, what's the guy's name? Jason Anderson. Jason Anderson. Do I know that guy? He's been riding Husqvarna's pretty well last couple of years. Huh. Did you drive a convertible Malibu? Uh, yeah, I think he's an Uber driver and he has a Malibu. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Why? Do you know him? If he drives a convertible Malibu, maybe. <laughs> Continue. There's a lot of jam. <laughs> oh, you fucking prick. <laughs> Carry on. He dropped his bike in the main event. He would fight back to claim fourth. A KTM mounted. Marvin Musquin <laughs> would grab second after Anderson's fall and stay there for a runner-up position. But it was all Eli Tomac on his Kawasaki riding that Cowie flag for a flag-to-flag victory. Uh, Tomac uh, qualified first, won his heat race, and claimed his third win of the year. Uh, Blake Baggett would round out the podium. Uh, Cole Seeley would finish fifth on his Honda. Now, Anderson on his Husqvarna owns the points leaders at 160 points. Uh, tiny bubbles. Uh, Cole Seeley is back there at 124 points, and that's where it gets tight. Baggett is third with 120 points. Musquin fourth with 119. Pike won 14, and Barsha won 13. So, once you get to third place, it's pretty tight, and fourth place is just four points ahead of them. So, Huh. It is tightening up as they head to Tampa, Florida. Fourth place is ahead of third place? Yes. No. That's what you just said. No. What I'm saying is... Try to explain it to somebody who doesn't understand what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. Anderson has a <laughs> commanding point lead. I will speak slowly for you, George. Right, but the third place guys are really tight, right? There's so 160 boom, points for the leader. The, the next guy, Cole Seeley on his Honda, has 124 points. Four points behind him is Blake Baggett with 120 points. So it's pretty close between second and third, and then it gets downright tight. Baggett is uh, one point ahead of Marvin Musquin. So fourth, fifth, and sixth are right right there on each other. Yes. Third, fourth, fifth, and sixth are right there with each other, within six, right seven points of each other. It's just getting more and more exciting every week. Makes you want to tune in, doesn't it? I'm sorry, did you say something? <laughs> we'll get back to the... Uh, the always, the always uh, eventful... There was a butterfly in the studio. Never do... I know, I've been trying to catch it too, the bastard... <laughs> Chipping balls too. Uh, never dull. Uh, always eventful. Uh, 
250 East Series kicked off in Texas. Uh, last year's champ, Zach Osborne, set out to defend his number one plate. And when the green flag dropped, Zach had a great view of five other riders ahead of him. Uh, Rye Hampshire and Sean Cantrell led Ch Ch Challen. This this guy, we're going to call him Chaz. Chaz Tennant yeah, on Yeah, give him nicknames, one. man. Go go crazy. Go crazy, Steve. Show him. Oh. Show him. How do you spell it? Uh, it's Ch Challen. What are we going to call him? Chalky? It's Challenin. Ch <laughs> How about we call him Quishy? That's, that shit was super Challenin. <laughs> it's super chillin'. You know what? Chillin'. Chillin' Challen. Uh, we'll make that chillin'. Squitchy's making nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's off the hook. Oh, in the house. Uh, oh, damn. Squitchy's running, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Quitchy. <laughs> when Squitchy gets on a roll, you're going to need lots of butter. <laughs> Put the butter away, Quitchy. Uh, Okay, Humpity Hampshire and Crazy Cantrell led <laughs> Chillin' Tenant on lap one. Uh, Zach moved up and was top three with uh, with 12 minutes to go. Now they're doing it by clock or whatever the hell they're doing. It's very confusing. Uh, but they have a clock that winds down, and then there's like two laps once the clock winds down, and the race is really on. But anyway, uh, Zach was moving up. So it's like soccer. Sort of. I don't know. Right? It's more the clock runs out, and you still got like a couple more minutes of action until the thing's over. Is that right? soccer? Where I can't sit all the way well, through soccer. Well, what match. they do is they, they really got a 90 minute clock that just runs, and then whatever penalties have been taken out during the game, they add that onto the end of the time, but they don't show the time. They just show that 90 minutes is over, and now whatever penalties were taken out. So, oh. so if, with, within whatever. penalties, if they used up, say, two and a half minutes of time, then they play another two and a half minutes. Wow, that's very confusing. Well, it's it's a surprise when it's over. They must know the super cross You know, it's like it's, it's like sink or swim too. at this point. Cause it's like the <laughs> clock ran out, but we're still playing. You better get your ass in fucking gear because shit's gonna be yeah. done hey, real quick. Zero boys, let's go. It's like a two minute warning, right? Let's go. Quit screwing around. <laughs> Zeros. Zeros. Let's go. It's pretty much the same thing here, I guess, actually, because it's more of a time constraint thing for the uh, to fit the TV parameters. Exactly. But see, with soccer, they don't do commercials, right? That's why we don't do soccer in the United States. So if you go to Europe when they play a soccer game. This, the advertisements are going on around the fucking ring the whole time. They got fucking, they got fucking like uh, graphics, graphics up on the walls that, that start like they move and shit. You know, it's like all fucking animated, right? Yeah, like a running script. So it's constantly in your face. It's not like you stop for fucking three minutes every. And fucking I bet B, eight. I bet B win is one of the big ones over there. Who? B win. It's like gambling services. When I watch the motorcycle races in Europe, B win will pop up. I, I had to look it up. It's like, oh, it's a gambling thing because they huh. bet, they will bet on fucking it's bug like, racing. It's like GoDaddy. You just saw cool commercials and you had to check out what it was. No, I've never looked at GoDaddy. Once I found out it cost money, it was like, fuck these people. What GoDaddy bastards? Yeah. And what B wins free? Uh, it's a gambling service. They want you to look into it and then start spending money. So yeah, you get to look a little bit. So it's not free. Well, it's gambling. What do you think? You go to Tahoe, they just let you in. Come on in, George. No, they want you to gamble and spend money on it. That's what they want. That's not what they get. Well. Don't pay the penny sots. It's a, it's a, it's a scam. <laughs> How would you find out? <laughs> I sit on the edge and I watch people. I watch stuff. Yeah, and I write things so down. So, like, I mean, there's... I the, stare at them. It's, it's common knowledge, right? So, the, when you walk in a casino, the first set of fucking... The fucking uh, what you call it? Slot machines are probably the ones you want to play because those have better odds because they right. want you fucking winning in front front window so people see you winning and they say, "Hey, I'm going in there." What was tonight's word? Hella? Yeah, hella. No, that was the East Bay's word tonight. Oh, we're not doing the East Bay show anymore. Unless we're talking shit about the East Bay, we don't say hella. 
<laughs> this is so confusing. So confusing. You're hella dumb. It's kind of like <laughs> microphone that you call a bong over there you're holding on to and it won't pass. Yeah, well, I got big lungs. <laughs> George had a big lung now. <laughs> uh, so Humpity Hampshire and Oh, are you Crazy still doing a report? Trail, yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> uh, ch- led chillin' tenant on lap one, uh, Zach Osborne continued to move up and was top three with 12 minutes to go. Uh, with four minutes to go, Osborne was on the move, claiming second, and with 3.50 to go, led with just 3.10 to go. Uh, Zach rolled on to victory, showing the field why he wears the number one plate. Uh, Rye Hampshire, or Humpity Hampshire, rounded up four. Oh, excuse me. Colt Nichols was second on a Yamaha, James Dakota's third on a Suzuki. Good old Humpity Hampshire back there, and fourth on a Honda and Jerry The Humpty dance is your chance to do the hump. <laughs> do the hump to dance I'm doing is that a little preview of the music coming up it's tasty no like man it. you just got me thinking man oh okay I'm just yeah <laughs> I'm just trying to just, just chop it up case, a bit man just breaking it down a little you know just in case it makes a big comeback might be a good idea to have some new theme music sounds like something Hollywood did you lose did. your place you, no, you totally right took your finger away from the paper there dude no I can I could totally pick up right. You got your thumb on it, don't you? You got your thumb on it. No, I'm starting to top. (laughs) It's a new piece of paper. Uh, We're we're changing Ah. subjects. I know. You're trying to derail my report. So I led you into a segue? See how that works? I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, well, it's way better than the ones you've been throwing out there. Fuck off. You didn't really, like, try to. Uh, and speaking of explosions, the <laughs> oh, fuck, dude? <laughs> speaking of semi-serious things we should pay attention to, Steve said something else. Uh, MotoGP visited Thailand for a 3D test over the weekend, and Honda's Mark Marquez celebrated his 25th birthday Saturday by topping the timesheet. Well, what were they testing? Uh, frame, suspension, aerodynamic fairings, uh, riding styles, uh, huh. alcohol, acid. So they've, never been, they they've never been there before. No, they've been there before. It's it's their winter test. They just did. Oh, uh, they're at Thailand. Where were they last? Because uh, when I hear Tesla, I think it's like they're feeling out the waters, kind of thing. Like, oh well, no, well, are I our mean, bikes gonna get stolen out of our fucking hotel rooms, kind of thing? Is do we have to fucking? <laughs> you know what I mean? I usually take like we don't go to Thailand anymore because they steal all our gear before we fucking get to the track. Fuck it, bastard. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Steve, no longer go to Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> One of them left a video of him rubbing his dick on my fucking. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I think that's uh, on his drum set. Another local <laughs> six member. Oh, <laughs> that is fucked up. Uh, teammate Danny Pedrosa undercut everybody to close out winter testing on Sunday. See, it was just winter testing. So what they're doing there is testing different frames. Uh, the Honda boys had a uh, carbon fiber swing arms which usually they don't like because aluminum has a little give and will twist and shake, whereas carbon fiber is too stiff and they want a little bit of give in hmm. the metallurgy. It's definitely a carbon fiber thing? Or that's what they they're telling tr- that's, people? Well, that's what they, people were... Because uh, if it's too rigid then, and you're using it, then and it's, it's common knowledge that it's too rigid, then something else is going on there, right? Maybe, maybe it's maybe, never, it's a maybe they've a new, made a new maybe carbon they inge- fiber. Maybe they engineered specific thickness, so it's got certain structural integrity, so it will give in certain spots. The exact wording provided to me was: Honda boasted a carbon fiber swing arm, usually too stiff. Uh, it loses flexibility and feel, the important feel. But hey, maybe they found a new way to make it 
have some feel. I don't know. Maybe they copped a feel. Uh, Yamaha's Johan Zarco. Maybe they copped. I get it. Uh, see? No, I don't. <laughs> Johan's, well, I'll, I'll explain it later. I'll, I have a graph. and uh, Johan Zarco took second with a... Uh, I'll go get the magic chalkboard. Seven-time <laughs> seven champion, Mark Marquez, third at the end of testing. Uh, Mark, oh, excuse me. Cal Crutchlow would uh, place fifth with the top Suzuki of Alex. Can, can I ask sixth. you a question? Uh, in a minute. <laughs> Jack Miller with a top Ducati man in sixth, seventh place, excuse me, sixth place. Uh, Alex Rins. Uh, I'm very confused here. With uh, uh, Andre DeVizioso, seventh fan favorite, Valentino Rossi was back in 12th place. Doesn't mean much as it you just pretty push much very hard. Oh, he's a, he does like to push very hard. Uh, pretty much it means nothing. It's frame suspension, different aerodynamics, but the Japanese love to have something to brag. So is all this shit acceptable in the regular race, race season? I mean, yeah. if they're tested in Thailand, why? I mean, there, there's no parameters they have to stay within on these bikes. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, they banned winglets so because there was potential. They that banned them, but they still got some funky little things going so on. So they the fairings, added a man. whole fairing within a fairing to make winglets, pretty much. So yeah. it's pretty much becoming. They ducting. created these little pockets like off the off the sides. I saw that, man. Well, the bikes lift at speed, so yeah. they want to make it push down very hard. It's like the inlet ducks on push a manta ray. Push down very hard. That's that that's uh, it's cheating. <laughs> You're cheating. It's the devil's work, is what it is, George. No, that's not. That's not a wing. Oh, no, winglet. <laughs> Ain't no thing. It's just chicken wing. Winglets. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> it does sound like something from KFC. I heard they're it out does. of chicken. I've heard they're out of chicken. I don't know. They haven't had chicken there for fucking years, dude. What are you talking it's about? It's <laughs> fucking horrible, is what it is. Kentucky Fried Pigeon. Oh, oh dude. Ooh. How do you? God, what you, you like been, dude? Oh, that is so what much you think, bro. You think everything's chicken? Maybe. Knock it off, unless you killed it yourself. Turkey? I don't know if I could kill a chicken, man. Kentucky fried turkey. That's a good question. Depends if it pissed me off. So what's winter like in Thailand? Like, I mean, what are the conditions for the for the track right now? Do you know? Well, since it's near the equator, probably hot and humid. Which means it rains a lot. Which a very good But the monsoon season is during our summer, isn't it? Or during our winter? Uh, I don't know. And why is it winter there if it's winter here? So many good it's questions. It's tropical. So many good questions. So there is no I think winter. it's not really a winter. It's just constantly warm because the sun's never that far from the equator, right? Um, No, it's not. Why are there songs about rainbows, George? Actually, it gets pretty far away from the equator, doesn't it? Because if you got 24 hours or, say, 23 hours of darkness at the fucking winter solstice, right? 23 like, hours of darkness? Yeah. At the at the like very tip of our planet, yes. Not or the, the very the tip, poles, like in Alaska. At the poles, at like the in poles. Alaska. At the poles. Like in Alaska, right? Is it yes. 22 hours of complete darkness they get? On Something the, like that. On depends the longest, how, it depends on how, the how far north night? you are. Depends how far north you are. So say Fairbanks. If they had a racetrack, I'd call and ask right now. So I'm just trying to give you an idea of the angle of the sun at that point. So it's it's almost directly over fucking the quarter, the quarter line. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, but they still get much more sun than everybody else, and then during the two parts of the year where it's moving back and o back and forth over the equator, they're probably getting 18 hours of sunlight that day. Right, they get they get a solstice, like, in between the solstices on both sides. They call and it... And it's the hottest because it's the closest, because it's actually directly over the fucking equator that, at that point. Hmm. Sounds like you know that you pretty no, much I'm want just, to I'm answer just, your own question. I'm just using knowledge and figuring it out as <laughs> as you speak. It just it helps me think. Makes you feel better. 
I just hear that drone in the background. It just makes me think of something else. And that steady droning of Steve's motorboat voice. I come up with a lot of great ideas while you're rambling on. I should no. just chant. I should yeah, just maybe chant. maybe the resonance is like releasing some sort of a hormone in my brain. It's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Supposedly when George those, is going hormonal. On supposedly us. when the monks chant, chant like that, that pitch it hits a certain point of resonance and it vibrates your fucking pituitary gland or something like that. So it kind of sprinkles out a little bit of the, bit of the goodness. The goodness. So you kind of get like this little fucking euphoria. Really? Yeah. Wow, no wonder they have such a great time. They seem very content. I've, I've, I remember reading at one point. I don't know how true it was. And I was a kid. It was a long time ago. But so, at some point, I remember reading that it, it, some of them could bring it to the point where it was like an acid trip. Wow, that's pretty heavy duty. Well, you know, if you're going to be a monk, you don't get to really mm. ride motorcycles. It's a vow of poverty. And I mean, it's a proven fact. Everything has resonance, right? All right. It's just what, what the vibration point is that gets it resonating. All right. I did not know all that. You didn't know that? Everything has its own res- so resonance. So if you like plug your ears and hum and like go up the scales, it'll get to a point where it kind of vibrates and makes your hair kind of tickle. Hmm. That's your skull's point of resonance. Really? I've had sinuses block up to where you, I could have my own symphonies. <laughs> I'm sh- I assume everybody does. Yeah, sure. If you ever had your own Only when symphony, the voices stop talking <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> when the conductor finally shuts up. If you've had uh, voices in your head, like to talk to us about it, 415-550-0511. Ask for George's voices. They're much more interesting than Steve's voices. Yeah, Squitchy doesn't have a whole lot to talk about. He's done with his papers. No, no, I got more. What? I got more, I know, right? Do you want to play some music first? or? Do you? I don't know. What time? That's the question. What time does the 3D BBC say? Oh, where's the, the 3D what? The 3-dimensional blackboard. That's what Phineas J. Whoopi. That's right, man. The You're 3D good BB. like that, aren't you? The 3D BB. Uh, you know, I've got a couple things yet, so let's... Uh... Yeah, you feeling it? You uh, feel me? Uh, yeah, go play some music first. Yeah.
Bam! Bam! Just like that, it's George with the music. Yeah, so I don't listen to that shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no, a nice well, intro to a song. Well, no, I was. Uh, that was uh, shit anymore. Like Leonard Skinner in high school was a big band for me. Fucking, you know, I was into the fucking the classic fucking rock and roll. Classic and rock, I was, baby. I, I was under. The, I was under 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 the uh, the the guys of 
if you if it has a synthesizer in it, it ain't rock and roll. <laughs> That's like an easy way out, right? So Van Halen. Must yeah, me, me, like a fourteen-year-old little asshole, didn't know how to fucking whistle. I'm gonna tell some guy how to fucking make music. <laughs> you didn't know how to whistle. I could whistle. I could whistle real loud. <laughs> <laughs> don't dare him whatever you do don't call in and dare him at 415-550-0511 <laughs> those, those headphones ain't gonna help if i whistle I'll you'll be sorry that's why i can't hear shit <laughs> i broke my own eardrums i had my sister that could listen whistle very loudly so yeah uh justin barsha probably wish he had a, a whistle <laughs> you think it would have helped? <laughs> well, he had his dream season. You know, the way you're laughing, I'm like really afraid to hear what you have to say about this poor guy. I, I purposely okay. didn't watch any of it so I could just like fucking just like be in awe of your fucking reports. <laughs> the understanding that I that that I gained just listening to five minutes of you talking is fucking unbelievable. I know. There's such a deep well of wisdom. It's like it's like opening up a whole part deep. of my brain that I didn't know I had. Deep. It's like a good acid trip. I feel like my brain is touching the ceiling right now. <laughs> you look like uh, Megamind, the cartoon. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I was totally envisioning. Uh, Justin Barsh's brain was at the swelled part. It was his hand that was swelled up. He had his dream comeback season stopped at its tracks in a heat race. Uh, Barsha came up short on a triple jump. And Tyler Bowers landed on Barsha's right hand, which was on the throttle at the time. Uh, Justin will have surgery on his hand Monday, which was today, uh, to repair the broken middle finger. Uh, quote, unquote, luckily it is just my hand and I can still keep my fitness up off the bike. Uh, thanks to all my fans and great sponsors. No quote from his girlfriend. But he broke the finger? Broke the middle finger. The bike came down. The dude's fucking motocross well, back tire just cut it in. off and cauterize that shit get the back That's in the fucking track dude. Do. this guy needs his digits okay is that finger making re- that big a difference with this throttle uh, he's probably only using two fingers most of the time anyhow he probably I'd rather on, lose no he's probably breaks. sitting on he probably keeps it up on top of the fucking r- the handguard right there you know just like so fucking be flipping everybody off while he's riding around like <laughs> he ain't you george i, do, <laughs> that I would like totally do that do. i would I totally do that i was or I would, two fingers or i would breaks. like cut cut a hole in the bottom of my glove so my so it looked like my finger was up there but it was just like the tip of my glove like oh, you <laughs> are good. There, like, yeah. have, have two or three middle fingers up there so you can flip people yeah. off yeah, yeah, three that times, was, three times. Fuck you. That would be my number. Be a fuck big, you three times, my friend. Big fucking <laughs> big bird on the on the, <laughs> on the side. Of my, <laughs> yeah, everything just turns into a train wreck. You're number yeah. one. <laughs> you're a, you're deuce, Squitchy. <laughs> <laughs> Marco Melandra used his Ducati to top the timesheets at Phillips Island in the first day of World Superbike testing in Australia. Uh, Win played havoc with riders in the afternoon with both Kawasaki riders caught out in high speed turn 11. Uh, Jonathan Ray and Tom Sykes survived and will race next weekend openings uh, opening excuse me next weekend's opening World Superbike race at Phillips Island. Where was this race at? Uh, they were practicing at Phillips Island, which is down in uh, Australia. Turn 11 is a high-speed turn, huh? Oh, dude, he got spit. Uh, th- like, we're talking going maybe 110, 120 and getting <laughs> spit off high side. Fucking not cool. Ooh. And Sykes had a couple hard crashes last year and had a season ended, I believe. Um, so this is not the way to start the season. A lot of once the riders saw the well, shit, going I down, mean, it's not they parked falling the down isn't, end. but charging like that is. I mean, that's fucking solid that he fucking to get out of a wreck like that and fucking just 
it's not easy to fucking get back on the bike for one. It's and one of those things. You got to get right back on the horse. You know? That's what I did. Yeah, it's been but a I was, million. I was a little shaky. I got to admit, that first ride, oh, I was bad. like, well, my ankle is still broken. Like in my wrist. Wow. <laughs> Let's the, not rush it, George. The bike did a lot better than I did. It was like two weeks after, yeah, the second I could walk, Holy I got on that shit, thing, dude. Really? On the Katuna? No, on the uh, XR. Oh, wow, really? God. The L. Wow. Yeah, dude, the bike didn't it had some good scratches and a little, ch- I think it broke a turn signal off or something like that, but it was relatively unscathed. Wow. Yeah. Crazy stuff. It is we're getting back on a bike after a wreck, you know? Yes. Uh, dude, but eight days in the hospital, man. I was like, wow. so yeah, it makes you think twice about getting back on a bike. I had a chest tube and fucking poking oh, in the bad. side of my fucking side of my body. had a piece of plastic poking out of it. And oh. Yeah, it had a vacuum on it. What did mom and dad say my, about this? Dude, my lung collapsed, so... They pop a hole on the side of your, on your side under your armpit right there, and they, they go between the ribs and they fucking poke a tube in there and they put a vacuum on it and fucking, it's got this drain tube so it's filling up with fucking fluid and because I lacerated my kidney and I fucking, wow, and I punctured my lung and it collapsed, so I, you know there was there was fluid in there. Wow, sounds painful. So then, so then yeah, so then the vacuum also helps open up the lung again. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and it, so it was it was a trip, dude. So it had this drip tube. This the tube came out of me, and it went down to the floor, and it went up to the machine, and it would like catch some drainage down at the bottom, right? It was like <laughs> it's like twelve <laughs> inches of fluid in there, and if I took a deep breath, it would like go up the tube, <laughs> and it would drop back down. <laughs> dude, that's how you entertained yourself. Oh, dude, dude, you want to come over dude, and watch and the phlegm feel, in the tube? And you could feel like it bouncing. <laughs> You know, when the fluid, like, bounced up and down in there, I could feel it, like, pushing on the inside of my lungs. Like, it was pushing breath out of me, man. It was fucking weird, dude. So I could get it, like, bouncing, get the point of resonance going. (laughs) And then the dude would would start flying on. You pervert. Only you could make a hospital stay. I turned my fucking, my hospital stay into a fucking carnival. (laughs) I believe you. Dude. Uh, yeah, every set. Dude, I had a fucking alarm clock for the fucking timer on the fucking, on the, on the painkillers. They had me on a dilated drip, and I could only get a shot like a little squirt every seven minutes. So I had a fucking <laughs> I had a clock that went off every seven minutes, and I hit I hit snooze. It was 60. like seven minutes was the snooze, right? So I'd hit snooze and fucking hit the button, <laughs> like wait for the thing to go off again. Really? There's nothing you can do about the bones I broke, man. You just sit still and wait for them to heal. Ah. Eight eight ribs. My shoulder blade went in five directions. My so I had no surgery. I had. They were just like, yeah, let him mend, man. Dislocated shoulder, broke my collarbone. Wow. It's all shit you can't put a cast on. I wasn't to the point of surgery, so. Wow. One of the ribs punctured a lung, and the other one scratched my kidney, I guess. Jesus. So I got crushed pretty good. Yeah, you did. How long was a full recovery from that? I was back to work in 11 weeks. Wow. Three months. Just under three months. Yeah. They wanted wow. me to be an X-Men. I told them, fuck off. A what? Pussy. X-Men. What's that? I heal like Wolverine is what I've been told, so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I was just thinking, you know, George really heals like a Wolverine or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Uh, MV's yeah, George. I was, running, I was running four out across the ceiling on my first day back, dude. Jesus, boy, they like they were like they were like sink or swim, man. Get up in the get up in there, 40 feet off the ground, running five four outs. <laughs> Boy, they hate you. <laughs> I knocked it out. That's the test. Jesus. I was. I, I was, bet you're happy to get back to work. I was at. The, I was at that point. You know, after 11 weeks, it was like I got to the point where I accepted that pain. There was a certain amount of pain for recovery to happen. Mm-hmm. So the sooner I got the pain out of the way, the quicker I'd recover. Hmm. Right. 
So if you take any injury and say, well, there's going to be exactly this much pain, and you can get all that pain out of the way directly at this very moment, then there shouldn't be any pain after that, right? It's certainly less so than that, I It's guess. a mind fuck, but it worked. That's an interesting way to handle it. So I knew I was going to be in pain at work no matter what, or else I wasn't going to be back at work for months. Brutal. Right? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know who else got to crash this weekend? What explosion? Uh, Jordy Torres <laughs> M- uh, crashed his MV Acoustic. He could only watch as the MV flipped over and over and completely destroying his bike. The single-sided <sighs> swing arm was sheared in two. It's interesting the forces that happen when these bikes tumble down a road. It was sheared or, sheared. or broke off? Uh, I believe sheared was the word they used. So How do you shear it off like that? Uh, when bikes go tumbling end over end, they just have their own crazy momentum, and it's just... It's crazy. The swing arm's moving around. It's got a wheel spinning inside of it that's got a chain that's hooked up to a motor that might be redlined. So it could be spinning wildly itself. You never know. Right. And then once, it gets, once it gets airborne, it starts getting some gyroscopic action going. Yeah, and then, exactly. It and that just creates a whole other force, which it could, like, whip it. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, it spins to the moon, then the rev limiter kicks in, so all that torque is suddenly stopped at its tracks. Or not stopped at its tracks, but the force is stopped. Anyway, there's right. a lot of weird shit going on in addition to that bike tumbling down it the track. It goes into deceleration and fucking starts to working. see this fucking thing hurl along, hopefully not get tangled up with it. But, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, Damn, that's, I, I, no, I'm still trying to understand the whole sheer thing. Because I understand, like, if this thing's flipping around and it takes some crazy spin, yeah, if the, if the tail end of the thing, of the tire catches the track as it's like swinging around right so then it's going to break at, at a certain point on the swing arm and then break off and you know like peel apart basically yeah rip and, rip but that's not shearing shearing is like it hit a fucking fence and the part that fucking sheared off stopped and the bike just kept going and it just sliced it clean kind of right that's a shear yeah i guess so yeah, a sheer force would be. You th- yeah, you're right. Did you translate Italian for this report? Uh, no, Vietnamese. So you had nothing to do with it. Uh, well, I not, might not have been sober when I did it. Uh, Chaz Davies rounded out the top ten with uh, <laughs> <laughs> right back in it, huh? Has returned from MotoGP <laughs> back to ride a BMW there. Uh, <laughs> Australia next weekend, 24th of 25th of uh, February. Supercross moves to Tampa, Florida next weekend. Atlanta, Georgia the weekend after that. Calistoga Half Mile, May 5th. Sacramento Mile, May 19th, mister. Uh, this last sad bit of was, news. No, that whole thing was a little OCD. Though. Did you just jump right back in your report like nothing else can happen until I get this well, done? I have to finish. <laughs> Otherwise, I have to go home and say it to the mirror like 20 Don't times. Don't forget to shut the door three times on your way out. That's why I pay 50 bucks a month. Uh, step the, off the curb three times before you cross the street and step on the curb on the other side three times and bang, you know. And do three circles. Yeah. Because now you're number three, dude. You'd be a fucking dipshit if you do it three seconds. Squitchy means three in every other language except English. (laughs) (laughs) Trace. (laughs) On a more serious note, uh, services have been scheduled for former AFM and AMA writer Tom Moose uh, Reinecker at St. Francis Church in Sonoma on Tuesday, February 27th. Reinecker, 63, passed away at the scene of an accident uh, February 10th when an SUV failed to yield right-of-way, according to a CHP report. Uh, Reinecker started racing in the 70s and racing. Uh, he also raced at Yamaha TZ 750. Uh, Godspeed, bro. Uh, I had the pleasure of sitting up in turn two when um, 
Moto America was in town uh, last year, last August, and uh, great dude. Uh, I passed around the be- I had a couple beers, and uh, one of the guys racing up there had a dude with me and uh, a beer. I don't think Tom had any with us, but it, I got to meet him there, and I think he might have been one of the dudes that went across country with pull. I'm not sure, but anyway. Uh, I think he might have been in the van, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good dude, you know. A Great guy. Talkative dude, stagehand. You yeah, he was a guy that once he started talking, I mean, if, if you – I, I talked to I could, I could sit there and talk to the guy for hours, man. Yeah, he was a great dude. He was. Anyway, sixty three uh, years old, got speed to him. He's a good cat. And, yeah, he uh, was at the uh the Dames the Dames ride, he had that BMW. That's right. I think he had like two hundred something thousand miles on that thing, man. That's was, right. He had had hella miles. That was the bike he was Son on. of a bitch. That sucks. So Yep. Damn. Yep. So anyway, got speed to our, our friend uh Moose. Yeah, and, race in uh, peace, brother. That is uh, the Steve Report. So we dedicate the show to uh, Tom. To Moose, yeah. Moose Reinecker. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So. Oh, that sucks, man. Yeah, sorry about that. So I should have set this up with you prior and had music set up for it. But anyway. Yeah. Now we're going to troll through music. What time is it? We've huh. 10 That's minutes yet for the show. Yeah. Damn, that stinks. This was a good dude, man. Yeah, we had a long talk about his BMW, man. He went through that whole engine. He was like, oh, dude. I mean, it looked a little rugged, but he had he lived a life on that thing, man. The shit he saw, the stuff he did. Fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had a lot. <laughs> he had a lot of experiences, man. He had a lot to talk about, and there was a lot went on went on in his life, man. Yeah, he, he, great storyteller. That's for yeah, sure. Great guy, big man, big heart. Damn. Cheers, brother. It's good to know you. Cheers, Moose. Well, I happen to find me a buggy coming out from under rock in the grass. Yeah. He got his buggy luggage. No time to talk. He walking fast. Yep. Said he headed for a log where the lady burst a fan of He showed me some assurance and I must say it was beautiful I'm belly down, bending back in place Bugs out just as long enough for him to say I'm on my way to Bugs in I'm on my way to Bugs in
on the sidewalks on his way to Book City for the night.
coming down from the mountain I have seen the high and mighty I will go again someday But for now I'm coming down Coming down from the mountain I have seen the lofty glory I will go again someday But for now I'm coming down Yeah Hey, that was Meat Puppets Yes it was Coming down Coming down That's actually like only half the song There's like a 20 second break there And then they go into another tune there And it's uh it just kicks it's something else, I tell you. It is just tell you what, kids. Something the kids are out. listening to, huh? Um, I don't know. When did that come out? That, that's like '94, dude. That's uh, older than your kids, but one of them was a '94. Yeah, one of the kids is a '94 model. The other one's a '96. Hmm. Yep. I think yeah, they'd both be push rod Fords if they were pickup trucks. <laughs> Get it right? Holy crap! I know, right? It's the end of the show. It FTW is the end of the show. We're, we're uh, wrapping it. We're calling it a wrap. Thanks. For rap party us. starts now. Woo! Woo! Man, that was a rough one. Boom! Blow it up. Straight up. Again. So next weekend, uh, George will be flying solo because I will be out. So call in and harass George. And the weekend after that, we have a music comedy festival. So I will be back in three weeks, sports fans. George will be back probably next week unless he like you ain't coming burns back. the place down. You never. You don't know. even know. You're not coming back. You realize that? Huh? I could be incarcerated. I could be. Could be. Uh, not in this grade. Uh, I could be a lottery winner. There's a lot of things going to happen, George. You never know. Do you buy lottery tickets? Rarely, but. Then you couldn't be a lottery winner, so. Hey, if you're buzzed. Yeah, you know, if I buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. Wouldn't this be great, hon? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't win. Fuck. <laughs> Hmm. That's what happens. One of my friends Yay. that did play a lottery ticket would um he played one of the scratch off games. He'd get winners and then put them aside when he was laid off between jobs. He'd go cash them in for cigarettes or whatever. Like oh, pretty smart thinking, right? Yeah, except if he just kept the money, he would have had more money. He could have just put that in a jar and he would have had that tucked away. It would have been more. Yeah. Or not. Could have lived better. Or not. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> the odds of winning are so small. Oh no, he used to scratch off tickets, so he won every once in a while. The odds are so small. Oh, they are. I, I, I'm with you. It was. I mean, waste, I voted it for it. Money, I voted opinion. for it back in the day because I thought a lot more money was going to go to the schools, but it's like it turns out it's like one percent, if that. It's it's like guys are getting rich off the lottery. Well, I'm not so far. Yeah. They're invest- you ever hear about those guys? Their investors that are making it, money. The guys that win it burn up all the money and then they won it again. It's happened like once or twice. I, I know one was in Chicago or someplace, and the other yeah. one was someplace back there too. And it was like, it's like some people are just destined destined to fuck. do that cycle, right? Oh, Jesus. you hear people that actually you know they made their money and then they lost it all, and then they made their money and they lost it all, and they did it you know two three times. Like what the fuck? Yeah. What what are they doing? That fucking what a roller coaster ride, you right? Poor it's got to be like kids. bipolar or something, right? Because what for like six months you have this crazy drive and then the other six months you're depressed and you can't leave your bedroom right <laughs> i guess i, I don't know. know man i don't know huh tough one yeah I, it's, it's 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 amazing how it's it goes a weird for life people. man yeah it's interesting yep the rags to riches is a pretty scary thing when it goes back to rags i mean technically they're all stories i don't know anybody that's happened to so what a lottery no me neither no or like made made a shit ton of money doing you know in one specific thing and then lost it all and then did something else completely different and fucking made another mint 
Yeah, you know, I've watched one of my friends used to be like uh, try different. that people they just have a rich, different they get just rich quick schemes and like he did concrete and just uh, it's entertaining concrete to watch. It, it's entertaining to watch. How that's, does concrete get rich? That was quick. his fallback thing, and you could make pretty good money doing concrete. Dude, that's rough work. It's definitely rough work. So he'd hire people. So from he's not afraid from to work. Depot parking lot. He's not afraid to work. And he had a backhoe. Not a backhoe. A bobcat. So he'd scrape, lay down the mesh metal, whatever, pour concrete, and hire some good finishers, and off they'd go. So, and he had a pump truck after a while. Holy shit. Ooh. Yeah. Those things can't be cheap. No, it was a pickup truck with a pumper on the back. It wasn't anything super duper, but it Even replaced those. us idiots because we used to wheel concrete for them. Even those There's are. There's a challenging July afternoon. The guy that we had <laughs> when I was, uh, before I got in the trade, I was doing uh, carpentry. I was finished carpenter, and then we were doing remodels and cabinet making all that kind of shit um we had a guy that was our that had the pump truck like that and he was a retired fireman that actually built the pump himself he said he made it really yeah wow it was interesting it has no safeguards it's awesome it works like a champ man really yeah hmm. you never know you never know you never know well we should probably wrap it up and let these people go home george both of you out there thanks for listening yeah Thanks. Hopefully, Steve will win the lottery and he'll get himself a motorcycle. <laughs> that, too. That'd be sweet. I'm going to fuck with my Ducati. And I'd want. really like to see you work on getting your uh, press passes so you can go places and do stuff. You know, I thought about that. It means I can't just stagger around, get drunk, and be low-key. I have to be Why not? the Steve personality. Well, I guess I could be a drunk and wander the pits. I expect nothing less. <laughs> I want you to be there. Be my, you be my bodyguard. I'll call you Hal. <laughs> hey, I'll give you 10 bucks if you streak across the track. <laughs> you wouldn't do that, George. <laughs> I, oh, oh, I would. I just wouldn't pay you. <laughs> oh, I certainly would not do that. Yeah, well, you say that now. I don't think so. Anyway. All right. Well, Excellent. hey, thanks for tuning in and listening to tonight, sports fans. And, uh, Happy uh, Forever Two Wheels tomorrow. Next week will be a new show. <laughs> yes, it will. It'll be different. I'll try and call we're, it. Uh, we're changing things up around the station. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks for listening. Hey, we'll catch you guys. Uh, hell, I'll try and get in next week. Maybe not. We'll see. There you go. One way or another, something will happen. I got to find time. So I got to work on that truck, and then I got to find time to watch the motorcycle races so I can do your job, too. It's not easy, George. I never paid. Nobody ever said it's gonna be. Good night. Good night.